Innovative Financial Planners, LLC, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. Wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 7.30 right here on KZIM, KSIM, talking all things retirement. And this morning, I'm joined once again by the great Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. How are you? (laughs) The great Tony Shore. Well, let's not get carried away. Well, Let's not get carried away with the superlatives. Uh, I'm doing good, Brock. I've had a good week, and I've just been really, really busy, as usual. Um, even though I'm working from home yet, I just it seems like I'm busier now than ever before. Uh, I'm busier than when I went into the studio. Uh, now I'm working from home in my home office and studio, and I love it, but I'm very busy. Uh, the family's good and healthy, though, all things considered. Uh, how about you? What's going on over there? Well, you know, we're doing good down here in southeast Missouri. We uh, really haven't, uh, we've, we've seen a lot more traffic on the streets, and we've seen a lot more people, you know, out and about. And uh, it does look like that uh, most people are still, you know, doing the social distance thing, which is good. Um, and probably washing their hands more, although I can't attest for that. I don't know how much people wash their hands around here, but, uh, but no, it's good. And, uh, the weather's starting to turn. So, uh, things are looking up. That's for sure. And I'm really excited about today's show. Um, but before we get into the topic here, I want to point people to our website. It's the innovativeteam.com. And we've got some new material. Most of the time we talk to you folks about our retirement income toolkit that you can download and you can still do that. Uh, but one new uh, thing we have is called the Roth Conversion Information Guide. So I would encourage you to at least think about, uh, and you've listened to all of our shows, you know that I'm a huge proponent of the Roth IRA, and doing a Roth conversion of your traditional assets may work for you. But how do you know unless you have the information? Well, we've got it for you. So go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com, and you can download our Roth Information guide. Okay. And it's uh, all the information you would need. And then we would want you to also obviously talk to your tax professional before you did anything. Okay. But uh, that's a great tool there. We can also purchase the book, uh, the last paycheck that I wrote last year, uh, how to build sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. Cause that's the ultimate goal is to keep that same lifestyle and not run out of money. Yeah. Right, Tony. Right. And I love all the resources you have for your clients and our listeners out there. And the website is full of great information. You can go there at no cost, very educational material. And while they're there, our listeners can check out the radio show page and they can Mm -hmm. listen to this show and past shows on your radio page on your website. 
and right. they can subscribe to the show as a podcast. They can listen to the show and subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. So the show is all over out there, and it's available as a podcast as well. That means you can get the latest show as soon as it's available on any device, your phone, a tablet, or computer, and listen to it anywhere or wherever you're at. But uh, let's get into today's topic. What are we talking about today? Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I think we're going to have some very interesting um, uh, points to make today because we're going to talk about living to age 100 and beyond. So it may not give Wait, you a bunch stop, of it. Stop. You've got to say it right. Living to age 100 and beyond. Every time <laughs> okay, you say I'm the sorry. title of the show, you got to do the Buzz Lightyear thing from Toy Story and yeah, beyond. Okay. <laughs> well, you're, you're right. And if my boys were listening, they would agree with you, Tony. All right. Um, yeah, we have we both have kids. So that's that's where yeah, we're going exactly. with that. Yeah. Right. Although my 13 year old would, you know, roll his eyes at me as he uh, usually does. But sure. uh, anyway, from vaccines to seatbelts to defibrillators in restaurants, humans are constantly finding new ways to stave off death. Right. And we want to look at ways to live longer. Um, and so the result is lifespans are getting longer and mortality rates are higher. Uh, or excuse me, lower. <laughs> that would be the opposite. Yeah. Uh, with more Americans hitting triple digits more than ever. So if you listen to this and you kind of get some of the tips and pointers that we're going to give you today, you're not guaranteed to live to 100, but you might have a better chance to. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, a, a lot more people are living uh, to age 100. And uh, I, I like talking about this. I mean, this is a positive thing, living a long time. And I think mm -hmm. as a group, it's true. We are living longer. Uh, my grandfather, I was telling you before the show, Grandpa Bob, Bob Shore, uh, he is 99, turned 99 this year, and he's going strong. He's mentally wow. sharp and he's still physically active. He drives. Two years ago, he bought a new truck. And they <laughs> well, said, not? and the dealership, the Ford dealership said, you are the oldest person to ever purchase a brand new vehicle from us oh wow yeah, okay ever good for him <laughs> so That's awesome. but he drives he does great he's he's probably in better physical shape than i am right now and he's 99 no. years old well i mean yeah. there is the fact brock that i haven't exercised since the carter administration i mean that's <laughs> so i've got that going for me well there you go but, <laughs> i'm but, kidding yeah what no you know i said you know look this is not going to be about retirement today but it actually is because if you live longer you know what does that mean to your financial plan and so if you've got longevity on your side there are going to be some things we're going to consider when doing your social security maximization report for example uh, and even put it into your compass report and your income plan. You know, we'll, we'll factor all of these things in um, if, if you have that kind of those genes in your family to, to live long, because it does seem to uh, have some some commonalities there between people and their parents who are maybe even grandparents that live longer. So anyway. You ready to get more into the topic here, Tony? Well, yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest fears uh, of retirees is outliving their money. And with people living so long, you're going to need money for 20, 30 years mm -hmm. and more in retirement. Right. Uh, so what's the plan? You know, it, it, and it's funny because I've been doing this for 18 years, Tony. And when I first started in this business, I remember doing uh, forecast to age 80. And it felt like that was kind of 
okay at the time. (laughs) And nowadays, 20, almost 20 years later, it's like, man, if you don't go to 95, you're probably not doing that client a justice, right? Yeah. And so, um, so as always, of course, it depends on the person. Uh, But today we're going to focus on six strategies essential to helping you make retirement income plan last to age 100 and beyond. There you go. There you go. What's the first one? (laughs) Yeah. So the first one is plan on working longer. Well, that doesn't sound uh, nearly as exciting as living longer. (laughs) Right. And so it may not be exciting, but it is something we may have to face or at least plan for. And what I always tell people, Tony, there's a difference between working in retirement because of you, excuse me, because you want to, uh, and 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 because you need to. Okay, and you understand the difference there. If you need to, it's because you haven't planned and you haven't put enough money away. Right. You, know, you haven't maximized Social Security, those kinds of things. But if you just doing it because you want to stay active and you want to stay busy and you want to stay connected to the community, okay, that's a totally different story. And that's because you want to. And that's really where you want to be, obviously. Um, but but let's say you start working at age, I don't know, 25, and you stop at age 65, which is still the normal retirement age. And what I mean by normal retirement age, that's still when we want to target to retire, even though maybe your full retirement age with Social Security is 65, or excuse me, 67. So So it's important to understand these different ages and how they affect your retirement plan. But we want to make sure that even if you retire at 65, that we plan for 30 years in retirement, that gets you out to age 95. And that's a big difference between where we used to be and now. And hopefully that keeps going up, Tony, you know? Yeah, I I would hope so. Yeah. So, you know, that's 40 years in the workforce and 30 years in retirement. Do the math. It works out to be 1.3 years working to support a year of retirement. Okay. Um, and some are going to have to really uh, have a really hard time, you know, kind of pulling that off. I mean, because think about your health, right? Are you going to be able to work when you're 65 or 70 or 75? Um, you know, so some people that's a that's a, not a, a great prospect. And so um, you've got to be you've got to be able to think outside the box um, of okay, I was I did this in my working career. Okay, in other words. I was in manufacturing, for example. Uh, but now that I'm retired, what do I want to do? What does this look like? I mean, you know, you get the old joke all the time about being the Walmart greeter. Is that going to be acceptable to you? You know, so when it comes to thinking about working in retirement, it's not just about the money and may, having to make money in retirement to make ends meet. Uh, it's about what you want to do in retirement, you know, and, and then having a job that a that accommodates to those uh, wishes and, and wants. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping, though, that the next strategy is better news. Uh, what is next? <laughs> okay, so strategy number two is plan on working more purposefully. Okay? But that doesn't mean it has to be uh, something that's just, oh, I just it can't even, it, you know, it can't even put that in frame here as to what I would want to do in retirement. This is the opposite thing. Okay, so it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be something you don't want to do, in other words. Uh, But according to Tim Maurer, author of Simple Money, a no-nonsense guide to personal finance, when given a choice between saving more aggressively to afford a longer retirement or working longer, he's a fan of working longer. 
And as long as you're working at something you love to do, isn't that the key? Yeah. I mean, if you love what you do, it's not a job. That's the bottom line. Um, And this is a younger generations that we are already expecting, especially these millennials, Tony, these, these younger folks here, nothing wrong with them. It's just that they, they have a different frame of thinking when it comes to the now versus the future. Okay. Um, but, but people today are keenly interested in finding work that they enjoy and can do indefinitely. Okay. So like, for example, my dad retired and he worked at a golf course as a marshal and he loved it. Why? Because he loves golf. So there are jobs out there that can, that have something to do with it, what you love to do and incorporate it to an earning power, you know? Um, and, and so let me, I'm going to go back to something real quick, Tony, though. So some people would say, no way. I would much rather save more aggressively now so I can afford a longer retirement than to say that they're going to work longer. But that's the, that's the whole point. That's what makes this beautiful is that everybody's different. And some people would say, you know what? I'm going to save a little bit now and work longer. I'm going to save more and not have to work in retirement. It's all up to you. But here's the deal. Strategy number two, once again, is plan on working more purposefully. Have something that you love to do and make a living at it or make an earning power at it, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's huge. I think that's really important, obviously. Unfortunately, we do have to take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before we do? You know, I think the bottom line is we covered two of these six, so we're going to have to move a little faster uh, here pretty soon. <laughs> yep, but, uh, we're about halfway through the show or yeah, more. Yeah, I'm sorry I get to talking about personal experiences and whatnot. But anyway, just go to our website. It's a great, great uh, resource for you if you're thinking about all of these things, working later in retirement, you know, Roth options, all these things are on the website. Or you can give us a call here, too, at our office. It's 573 332 Seven eight five five. All right, we're going to be right back with more of the retirement playbook and our hosts Brock Alspa after this. Do you feel prepared for retirement? My name is Brock Alspaugh from Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and I work with people to navigate through the uncertainties of retirement. If you would like help understanding complex topics like Social Security, tax deferral, and growing your nest egg. Visit my website at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at our office here, 332-7855. Again, that's 573-332-7855. And welcome back to the Retirement Playbook. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Brock Alspa. Now, Brock, what's the third strategy on our journey toward living to age 100? Well, specifically as it relates to your retirement and your retirement income and how long that's going to last, you do need to know this your employer benefits, okay? Uh, While we're on the subject of work, it's also important to consider how much and how quickly the world is changing and morphing around us. I tell you, it's no more true than right now, Tony, right? Uh, One of the things people have been asking me what they should do during this, you know, stock market downturn. You know, should we invest in certain stocks and we certain, you know, no, be diversified, Make sure that your asset allocation meets your risk tolerance. But more importantly, the best thing you can do right now is that if you're not maxing out your deferrals is increase it. And you don't have to hold that for the entire year, 
But the best thing you can do is put more money in that 401k when it's down, you know? Um, and again, you can change that depending on your plan, you know, maybe every month or you can change it anytime you want as far as how much you're deferring. But that's the best thing you can do is know your employer benefits, how they work and how much money you could put away. That's number three, Tony. All right. Well, I think that's really important. And I know working with somebody like yourself, a financial advisor is a good idea, uh, but right. some uh, can remain skeptical. Uh, obviously, it, it's worth the money, right? Absolutely. It's worth the money because you need to know you know, how you're invested. So a lot of people, a lot of the mistakes that I see, especially with 401k plans that are not really professionally managed. And Tony, you're familiar with our color of money uh, program that we have here where we break money into different colors. Yep. You know, you have your red money that is typically your money in a 401k because you select those mutual funds and you're probably not managing that on an ongoing basis. So that's what we consider red money. And then yellow money is basically red money, but it's managed by a professional like myself. Um, and so what happens a lot of times is when people come in and they're getting closer five years or less away from retirement, you see that their asset allocation, a lot of times, quite honestly, is not too conservative. It's too aggressive. And why is that? Because they haven't made any changes to the funds that they're invested in. And so what happens is, is that, you know, when they have a time like this, like we've had, where there was a downturn in the stock market and you're planning on retiring, it becomes a lot more difficult yeah. to, to create a lifetime income plan you know, when your value is, you know, 30% less than what it was. So what I would say is, is that, yes, you need to know your, your retirement plan and your entire employer benefits at your work, but you got to work with someone that understands all of this too, because yeah. you probably don't. Well, Brock, that makes perfect sense. So what's the next strategy toward living to 100? Okay. Strategy number four, Tony. Okay. Save as much as you can when you can. Sounds and good. I, yeah, and I know it sounds like Captain Captain Obvious right now, right? You know, <laughs> but but it's true. And 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 by now, depending on where you're at in your life, you're likely very familiar with the common advice to save fifteen percent of your income every single year to in your retirement accounts. Okay, whether it be an IRA or a four hundred one k, whatever it is, fifteen uh, percent is kind of the general advice guideline there. Okay. Now, that amount can include matching dollars from your employer, okay? Um, and so if you're doing 10% and your employer is matching, you know, that extra 5%, which, by the way, if they are, you're a lucky person because that's not, right. you know, common there. But, right. um, but but it is, you know, I have seen it before. Usually it's two it, or three. Right, exactly. It's like, you know, 100% of the first 3% or or some plans I've seen, it's 100% of the first 3% and then 50% of the next 3%. So, you know, it's, it's, every plan is different, but, but the bottom line is, is that the, the, the total of the two need to be at least 15% for your retirement accounts. So save as much as you can. Okay. When you can. And again, Hey, the best thing you can do for yourself is not worry about rates of returns and, you know, all of these things. Worry about investing as much as you can because that will make more of a difference than the rate of return on your money long term. Okay. And that's why I say when people ask me, what should I do now? Invest more. Don't go and sell your risky funds because they lost 30%. Keep them invested and invest more. Okay. 
And so number four, strategy number four, save as much as you can when you can, Tony. Yeah, I think that's great. And let's move on to strategy number five now. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that this is a great discussion. What's the next strategy on the road to age 100? Okay, so this may shock some people, but strategy number five is invest in your health. Hmm. Okay, and and according to Fidelity Investments, 2017 uh, retiree healthcare cost estimate: a 65 year old couple should plan on spending two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars in unreimbursed healthcare over their lifetimes. Wow. Yep. And that's starting at 65, Tony. That's not saying over their entire life. That's talking about their retirement years. So, and that's a 20 year period, by the way. So from 65 to 85, that's on average is what you're going to spend. And, and by the way, that was a 6% jump from the 2016 number. So who knows where that's at now? I've read wow. certain things that, you know, it could be up to over $300,000 yeah. now in yeah. 2020. So Tony, Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. We, we're almost out of time, but really quick, what's number six? Okay, number six is, and I need a drum roll here because it's the last one, Tony. There we go. Yep. Hope for the best, ensure for the worst. Okay. Okay. Hope is a wonderful thing. We all know this. But right now we're being very hopeful that our economy and that our um, world gets back to you know what we call normal. Okay. But it's not a financial strategy. It helps you to be aware of your options for paying for at-home nursing long-term care, uh, and it should be become necessary. In other words, you should have something in place, uh, some kind of plan, whether it's insurance or you know you've got this income stream set aside to pay for that long-term care cost. Because there's a 70% chance that if you're over to age 65, you will need some kind of long-term care. That's you know, that's not something you want. You don't want to roll the dice and hope that you end up in the 30%. So develop a plan now to help pay for the future cost of long-term care. And if you have experienced this, and I hope you haven't, but a lot of people have that where if you've got a grandpa, grandma, mom, or dad in a nursing home, it's not cheap. So there are plans out there. And again, the insurance agency that we work with here, uh, we can help you develop a plan to either you know look at long-term care insurance, and by the way, that world has changed dramatically. You know, you've got hybrid plans, you've got your old standard plans where you just pay a monthly premium, but the hybrid plans have become very popular because if you don't need the money, you can use it for other things. It has a death benefit, or you can take the money back out. So if that appeals to you, and you think, "Wow, that sounds interesting," you again give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions three three two seven eight five five. All right. Thank you, Brock. And that does it for today's episode of the Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspa. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Allspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. 
materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.